0: hello everyone what's babbling this is psycho babbles with miranda and lauren you already know yeah this is the podcast from my class psychological effects of the internet where i talk about the topic i'm learning and lauren responds with her own thoughts (laughs) like i have any you clearly did in the last episode (laughs) yeah we don't want them kids (laughs) um and if you didn't watch the last episode what are you doing here yeah for real that was a good episode we we didn't get into the actual topic until like eight minutes in
1: but tk and professor if you're listening don't hopscotch between the uh episodes to see if we have them done i think you should just listen to all of them yeah just
0: listen to all of them it's worth your time for sure um anyway this is episode 62 and today we are back talking about the internet what's new what's new yeah but our topic for today Uh, is what's new what's new as in, like a, with the internet. like, a casual little conversation?
1: No, I'm asking you to answer the question you asked.
0: What's new? I'm getting into our topic for today.
1: That's the news? Yes. Okay, anyways.
0: Yeah. Okay, so our topic for today is the internet and development. And I know I, I mentioned it many times. Many times. Yep, that evidence shows the internet actually helps children develop more than it hinders them interesting but i didn't have a lot of answers then and to be honest there are only a few answers here but we're still gonna address some answers um this episode we're, we're really just gonna focus on why parents are so concerned with how the internet impacts children so like their reasoning when clearly the evidence kind of shows that it doesn't like have a negative effect if you know
1: what i mean well then i guess there's nothing for me to argue though yeah
0: the next episode though we're gonna have some more hardcore evidence okay i love the e-word evidence yeah i know you love those evidence that evidence and sources yeah okay. I like spitting facts yeah so let's get right into it first off, we have toddlers learn new words just as well through conversation over video chat as in-person conversation you know what i think is crazy what <laughs> is that babies, is it related yeah okay. that babies are able to like
1: they don't know anything like they they're a blank slate yeah so wherever they are whatever environment they're growing up in they'll learn that language yeah
0: I think that's crazy. Anyway, it's crazy. That is really crazy. I probably learned about that in my child development class. Well, well like I, guess I said, a while
1: dip- ago, but I just don't have the outlet to tell people. <sighs> no,
0: yeah, but, um, to be honest, like I said, child development is not really my forte in the sense of psychology. Um, so, can't give you the answer on that. I took the exam and then left.
1: <laughs>
0: um, dipped. Yep. Anyway, um, I, I mean... Yeah, because talking to a person is pretty much always just talking to a person. So I guess, like, whether it's online or in person, I like, it makes sense that there really wouldn't be a difference, you know? Um, and then also when it comes to reading skills, children also acquire those just as well. And actually sometimes better mm-hmm. by using interactive books offered on iPads over working one-on-one with, like, an adult tutor with, like, paper copy, like, paper copy books or paperback books. That's what I meant to say. Um, again, I don't quite understand why people think it would be the opposite because in my head, like learning is learning and any practice is practice. But again, like people get scared about these things all the time and there's like false news going around and we'll talk about it. Okay. Um, but like even when you look at older children, so like kids who are in grade school, um, they spend time on the internet and they report feeling less lonely. Mm -hmm. And so some parents think that like, kids go on the internet when like or spending a lot of time on the internet shows you're lonely but again like evidence shows that the opposite's true um also the internet can help improve visual spatial skills and this is like in sense of video games um because there's a lot of educational video games out there and especially those that are for children and even like normal video games too like your visual spatial awareness is being developed like it's gonna be pretty good um, like J.J., he plays a lot of video games, and I would say his visual, spatial skills is pretty good. Um, he's not here to play his video games while we chat, because that's normally <laughs> what he does, but it's okay. We all need him. Um, but yeah, so now that we've discussed the positive, positive advantages, if the evidence is there, then why do p- people, especially parents, continue to panic about this issue? Because the evidence is nothing better to do. I guess, but... That's not the point. (laughs) Or that's not a point that's on here. Well, it's my point. Yeah, okay. Are you studies?
1: I'm studying
0: Mm. my Facebook. Oh, my God. I'll give you the answers then. So, first off, there is this universal idea that children are vulnerable and need protection. That's a really loud
1: sound. But to be fair, like obviously you want to protect your kid from the internet for not the internet itself, but what is potentially yeah, on what the peer. internet. So it's like, some stuff on there is like stuff we shouldn't even.
0: Yeah. And so what like, I'm saying is a- acknowledge. So like they shouldn't, like they should be working to like protect their kids on the internet. But a lot of parents just try to limit any form of, which makes internet. it so much worse. Yeah. And we're going like to talk to about- be
1: educating your kid and being like, no, cool math games is Stop good. It. Stop it, you're getting so far ahead. (laughs) Because I'm just so grateful. You're already
0: skipping two episodes. (laughs) Two episodes? Yeah. I just, the the point you're trying to make is the episode that I finished writing, when you said, I'm going to take a break, you finish your episode. Mm -hmm. So, we'll get to that. You're getting too far ahead again. Okay,
1: I'm sorry.
0: But anyway, so, again, they think children are vulnerable and need protection, and for literally 30 years the American Academy of Pediatrics has been issuing recommendations to parents about what media their children should and shouldn't be exposed to. And just like overall like tips for like what your kids should and shouldn't be doing. And so over and over again, parents have been told this is something they should be paying attention to. This is how you should be protecting your kids. Um, And it's like, this is true, but also they're kind of being told to worry about the wrong things. So like a lot of the examples they use tend to be like, no tv during meal times Hmm. which to me is insane because my my family like we have dinner watching like a movie or something
1: yeah i eat dinner and watch tv yeah it's
0: like we do (laughs) i feel like that
1: most of the or if i'm not watching a movie i'll be on tiktok or something i just can't be i I usually can't be doing work while i eat for some reason i just can't i
0: know i have to be watching something like i'll leave my food it's break time i'll say i'll leave my food to like even get cold uh, like to i find have something to, watch. to find something to yeah. watch i have to find something to watch um but anyway um yeah and another one is limited access to video games like that's a big one that parents are always saying and again this one wasn't big in my household because my dad grew up playing a lot of video games he said um and like so tyler and jj play a lot of video games and my dad's always like you guys can play your video games just make sure you get your work done um he didn't really have the same experience with me and Alexis, though, because we don't really play video games. Like, I suck at most video games. Mm-hmm. Um, that sucks for you. What about FIFA? Are you good at FIFA? I am good at FIFA. I used to beat JJ all the time, and now he beats me. And also, he got a PlayStation, and I don't know the controls on the PlayStation. Um, but I think I tended to beat people because I played it on the Wii. The Wii, uh... The Wii U, maybe? What did on the Wii U? FIFA. I don't
1: think they have FIFA on the Wii U. PlayStation, Xbox...
0: And Wii U. That's what we played had on. had on a Wii U. Yeah. No. Yeah, the Wii U. Wait. The Wii is a thing. Now I'm confused. But I don't think... I don't know if FIFA's on the Wii U. No, it is. Okay. Because I played it on the Wii U. Because... Okay. We had the Wii U. I trust you. And then, Well, FIFA's on the Wii U, so yeah, it'll be on the Wii U. Yeah. Like, the old
1: FIFA was on the Wii
0: Yeah, and so we had the Wii U. And then JJ took tyler's xbox so he wanted the xbox version so i think we did eventually switch to the xbox version and then for christmas he got a playstation and my dad bought him the fifa game i think well now let me look at look it up wii u on or fifa yeah nintendo wii u fifa 13 yeah we had fifa 13 and then i think the last time we upgraded on the wii u was like fifa Maybe FIFA 13 was the last one that was on the Wii U because I looked up Wii U FIFA and literally the only thing showing up is videos of FIFA 13. Mm. So maybe that was either A, the only one, or B, the last one. Oh yeah, because here they have FIFA 08 for the Wii U. But yeah, anyway, so we played the Wii U on FIFA and that was like the only thing I was good at and then we just kept switching consoles and I just was not able to keep up. So, I'm not really good with video games. But anyway, the last point is, like, another one was no reading under the covers with a flashlight. And I heard that one a lot from my parents. Um, and so, like, they have all these tips, but they're not, they don't have, like, actual research behind them. So, like, these are things that parents are being told that they should and shouldn't do. And it's like, okay, some of them could be helpful. But also, it has no research to back it up. So, like do it if you want I guess but also it can be just harmful mm-hmm. I guess um so yeah um another reason that parents might be like turned off the internet is because socialing on the interne- so- socializing on the internet is scary um and I can understand this one because I'm still very cautious with the internet um, but the primary way-, way for people to socialize on Facebook in 2004 was through anonymous chat groups And yes, that could be very scary because you literally have no idea who you're talking to because it's anonymous. And then it's like, oh, well, if you share any information, then it's like now they know this stuff about you. Mm -hmm. But in today's day and age, teenagers use social media where they can set their accounts to private. So only the people they know have access to their accounts and they can really just interact with people that they know. Um, So it's a little less scary than it used to be. Um, but yet the fear has seemed to increase so like yes, there's still reason that you should be cautious on the internet But it's less scary now, but people are, are becoming more afraid of the internet and it's like, okay That doesn't really make sense um, and Then a third reason is that few people were on the internet in the 1990s when like parents would have been around before having kids um, and so they saw the internet as a place for loners
1: Mm. And loners
0: were probably lonely on the internet because nobody else was on the internet, because it was such a new thing. Mm. Um, but now it's like, we know so many people that are on the internet, we can interact with so many people through the internet, but now the narr- or the actual facts are showing that like, kids on the internet, or like kids old enough to interact with friends on the internet, are more social or less, less lonely. But they still are looking at the cases from, like, 1990 where people were lonely on the internet because nobody else was on the internet, you know? Yeah. Um, So the lonely doesn't necessarily apply anymore. Um, A fourth reason is that there's this fear the internet will be addictive. And we can move through that one pretty quickly because I've mentioned it before, but I don't know if you were there when, like, we were recording when I mentioned it. But addiction to the internet comes up in a later episode like, later. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, so we're just going to kind of move over that, but just real quick, there's really no evidence to show the internet is addictive, um, and if you want the facts, just stay tuned till that episode, which comes up eventually. I know you when, though, because I haven't written that far. Um, we're just going to hope for the best, um, but yeah, so we're just going to move on to the final reason, which is there is a fear of displacement of time. So, basically, our time is limited. We, we have a finite amount of time, um, and if we're spending three hours online, that's three hours we aren't spending somewhere else. And so, like, parents get really worried because they're like, oh, well, they're spending all their time on the internet, which is useless. Versus where they could be spending three hours, like, studying. I don't know. Oh, useless. Even though that's crazy. I can don't think I can study three hours. Um, even though I should. But anyway, um, in reality, let me see what I'm trying to say. Oh, yeah. In reality, like, isn't it better... That if a child is feeling lonely, they go and they spend their time online where they can interact with their friends and others rather than sitting, spending time by themselves when they're feeling lonely. Like, don't you think? Yeah. But, like, apparently they ignore that fact. Um, And I I guess that's the way with everything, like, not just the internet. Like, if people choose to be on the internet, then that's almost the same as, like, choosing to read a book because you're choosing what to do with your free time. And it's like, it's not like people can't read on the internet or like do educational things on the internet. So it's like, again, it's just like, I think displaced fear, like they're afraid of this thing. They don't actually look at the facts. Um, so yeah, basically we see this all the time with fear and just widespread panics all the time. Like it's a constant cycle that has been referred to as the fear feedback loop. I don't know if that's how it's referred to, but that's how we learned it in, in this class. Okay. Um, but basically, first, kids start doing something a lot. Then the adults become concerned. And so people do studies on the impact of the thing that they're doing because the parents are becoming concerned and they don't know anything about it. Then the press takes those studies and they only cover the negative results rather than giving all the information. That's me. And then every... <laughs> I'm yeah. kidding, I'm kidding, I'm <laughs> kidding. Any research that I've done is totally... Unbiased. Unbiased.
1: Yep. Or at least explicit. I don't know, explicit. explicit. Bias, the be of implicit, unconscious, sub subconscious okay. bias,
0: which I would not be aware of. Yeah, you wouldn't be aware of it because I. Know but you need, I need to end the cycle, okay? Um, or like get to the end of the cycle before the cycle resets. Um, so yeah, the press only covers the negative results rather than giving all the information, and then everyone becomes more concerned because they think our children are being destroyed, mm-hmm. because the press is making us think that, and then it's just a constant loop of like the kids start doing something else a lot. And adults become concerned of that thing, and then it's just a constant cycle. Um, And the reality of the situation is that we just love our kids, and we want the best for them. And so naturally, we become concerned when people are telling us that there are all these negative effects, even though we're not getting all the information. Because it's hard to know you're not getting all the information when you also don't know anything about the topic. Um, that's very valid. And yeah. I hate people who talk about, like, they know stuff. Or they're like, you didn't know that? And it's like, of course I didn't know that. Of course, like, I didn't Vanessa. know that I didn't know that. Vanessa,
1: you're talking about a very, very specific data point. Of course I wouldn't know that. Yeah. But and you're just like, rubbing it in to the, you're just rubbing it in because you know it and I don't. Congratulations. Yeah, exactly. Congratulations. I do not care. I mean, I could care about the study, but not you being like, oh, you didn't know that. And I'm like, stop being such a me girl. No, yeah. Sorry, but yeah. So, so basically that really, that's wow. why
0: that's why people fear things and it's like okay well now we know it's not necessarily their fault because it's because unfortunately people thrive off the fact that we love our kids and the fact that we're concerned for them and so they just continue to release junk science because it pushes this narrative and continues scaring parents so then they can just keep continuing to push this narrative and it's like I don't really know how they benefit from it to be honest. Like how do people benefit from pushing this narrative that the internet is killing... Not killing, but, like, destroying our children? Because mm-hmm. it's, like... I don't know. What do you... Like, what? You want people to read your articles more, but you're pushing children off of the internet? Not that children would be reading their articles, but, like, those are children who are going to grow up and eventually not have any idea how to use the internet. I don't know.
1: I don't and know. And it's worse, too, because especially when you get to, like, school and stuff, like, the basics, man.
0: Yeah. But, I mean, I promise if everyone just took a second to do some like deeper research rather than just the first few things that pop up on google and just like think it through i think they would see the positive benefits more often and that they they really do more positive things than they do hurting our children yeah that's all i can say um so yeah the next episode we're really gonna drive this point home and bring the actual studies and numbers into the conversation so Stay tuned
1: for that. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. This episode of Psychobabbles is sponsored by...